Welcome everyone to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I'm Dr. Christine Schaffner, and today my guest is Dr. Rachel Carver. She is a biological dentist and her practice is Carver Family Dentistry. She lives in Massachusetts and I've been so inspired by listening to her and getting to know her this past year. And I knew that she would be an amazing wealth of information for you all to have on the podcast. I was taking notes myself and learned a few new products to try with my patients and my family. And I hope that you find this very valuable. So welcome, Rachel. It's really an honor to have you on the podcast. I think I'm honored that you asked me, Christine. Oh, well, you know, I've gotten to know you in just a short amount of time. I was really um, grateful that you attended our retreat that Kelly Kennedy and I did, and I really enjoyed getting to know you there. And then I was so impressed with your presentation at a recent CellCore conference, and I just want to champion not only this work and what you're doing, but also it's in my heart that you're a female holistic biological dentist, which I think we need more of. And so I was really uh, inspired by all that you're doing and wanted to have you on. Thank you very much. I love to share the information. So I'm I'm happy to share with your audience. Yeah, well, great. Well, I always love to introduce you to my audience and for people to understand um, how amazing you are, just your story. So can you just tell us a little bit about yourself and really what led you to biological dentistry? Sure. So it started about 10 years ago. I was traditionally trained in dental school and I had my second daughter. So I had a two-year-old, a newborn, a two-year-old dental practice. So needless to say, there was a fair amount of stress. I went back to work after only four weeks after having my second child. And soon after I developed eczema all over my hands and I had never, I'd had acne as a teenager, um, but really no other health issues, never had eczema before, certainly not on my hands. And of course I went the traditional route and got prescribed steroid after steroid after steroid until finally I was prescribed an immune system altering drug that they use for cancer patients. And here I am at 33 years old. And it was my timeout moment. It was that aha moment, like, wait a minute, this, this is not right. And I said to myself, my body is trying to tell me something. I just have to figure out what it is. So I basically fired all my doctors and I said, I'm just going to figure it out myself. And I just started reading and reading and reading it. This was 10 years ago, right when leaky gut was just starting to kind of come out in the media. And, and so I thought, oh, maybe I have leaky gut. I did an experiment of four weeks with no wheat and my eczema cleared 90%. So I thought, okay, this is definitely something internal. Something's happening here. And that just, you know, snowballed the entire last next 10 years of my life into trying to figure out, you know, what was happening internally me that was causing this external manifestation. And so I continued to learn and learn. I think the reason I wasn't cured so quickly is because it was part of my journey and I would not have learned as much as I have if I had figured it out immediately. So I took lots of supplements and then I started getting into the emotional work. And that was really a big key moment for me to really understand, you know, and I had a pretty charmed life. There's no major traumas or anything, but it just went to show that even those little stresses that can really add up and really take a toll physically. So I started doing a lot of the emotional work and meditation and finding a lot of energy healers. That's been really fascinating for me, energy medicine. And so as I was going through the process, I was thinking, oh, wait a minute, am I doing dentistry the right way? Or, you know, this, this pertains to dentistry too. There's dentistry is one of the most toxic professions out there. Could I be doing this better? And I've always had a curious mind. So I would think, wow, you know, a year ago, I did a crown on one side of the tooth and now the other side of the mouth is kind of bothering me. I'm like, did I make that effect? Did something happen? Because anytime we touch any part of the body, the other, you know, body's going to respond, right? The body is always in balance. And if we touch one part, we are affecting another part. And I think that's one thing that most of us don't really 
think about a lot because modern medicine has kind of cut off the head from the rest of our body. So we don't really think how something in our mouth can affect the rest of our body and vice versa. So I've really taken a deep dive and really trying to, to understand that systemic and oral connection. And so I just, I continue to learn my practice. We use energy medicine, we use um, homeopathy, we use Chinese medicine and Ayurvedic medicine, anything I'm just trying to bring in anything I can to heal the body as a whole, because I know if the body is feeling well, then the mouth is going to be feeling well. And recently I've been, I've been really investigating a lot about how periodontal or gum disease is an autoimmune condition, right? We're, we're taught in dentistry and we think about that, that dentistry is just, it's a, it's a bacteria problem, you know, that, that the cavities are caused by bacteria and gum disease is caused by bacteria. So let's just kill all the bad bacteria and be done with it. Well, that doesn't work. I think anybody who's dealing with, you know, chronic cavities or chronic gum disease that we can manage it. Right. I mean, the, I think modern Western medicine is really good at disease management, but we're not good at health. We're not good at, at wellness. And that's, that's why you and I are talking. That's why we've met. And that's why, you know, everybody, we're, we're building this great community and really trying to share it with the world so that people know that there's an alternative and they know that, that it's a lot easier to prevent a problem than it is to, to manage it. Um, so now I've been doing a study now instead of antibiotics and harsh chemicals. I mean, something that's blue, you should not be swishing that in your mouth, right? We're not blue creatures. So <laughs> no good. And so I've been using a lot of the cell core products, which I find absolutely incredible and been having amazing success with our periodontal patients by taking down those very pathogenic bacteria. And what we're trying to do is of killing the bad. We're trying to create the right balance in the oral cavity. I really believe the more I research this, that cavities and gum disease, it's, it's this whole idea of pleomorphism. Our body is very acidic and we're leaching minerals, right? We don't have enough oxygen. We don't have enough minerals. Then we create this negative environment the bacteria actually change form into more pathogenic bacteria. And that pathogenic or bad bacteria is going to give off these cytokines and all of these inflammatory mediators, which then cause the body to start destructing its own bone. So when I'm thinking about it now, I'm just completely rethinking this and really thinking about, okay, what is causing that nutrition deficiency, right? Is there a toxin? I really believe, especially after in the last couple of years that everything under the sun is toxins and infections and figuring it out exactly what those are is, is the challenge. But I think every disease minus that small genetic fragment really has to do with this, this chronic toxicity. And that goes same thing for the mouth. When I see little kids full of cavities, you know, this in my generation, it wasn't that big a deal, but I recently found a, a chart that showed just like a lot of chronic disease starting in the early 90s, we see this huge trend upward of enormous amount of decay. And again, it goes back to our food. What are we eating? You know, back in the 70s, that Ansel Keys seven country study showed up, oh, don't eat fat, right? So bad. But for the oral cavity, those fat soluble vitamins are really, and minerals are really what's crucial to oral health. And so we're not eating the proper fats. 
Um, we're not getting enough minerals. Even if you were eating the perfect diet, you know, the studies show that nutrient content has decreased by about 50% in the last generation. So I think supplements are necessary. And especially for our, our little kids, you know, it's just, it's sad when I see these little kids mouthful of cavities, I'm thinking these poor little kids are really toxic. Mm-hmm. What can we do to help turn that around? So again, really educating the parents or really think differently about, you know, cavities are common. And so People don't think that it's a big deal. And I'm trying to educate patients. Well, that means there's an imbalance in the body. And it's just because something's common doesn't make it normal. And that's what I really want people to, to understand is that we that oral disease is completely preventable. If we can create the proper environment in our body, supplement what we need and really think differently about wellness, I, I think people can improve their oral health with very simple things, trying to be as non-invasive as possible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I I love what everything you just shared. And, you know, where we really connect is this idea of train theory, right? So it's not just about, you know, the pathogen, but really the conditions and the environment. And I've come to, I've been only doing this 11 years, but I've come to that same conclusion. Like a lot of the people that wind up in an office like ours, it's really the toxicity in the environment and how that affects the immune system and has, you know, this infectious, you know, uh, component that underlies a lot of the things that we, we see in the office. And I educate a lot. By the time people come to my office, we're talking a lot about, you know, amalgam removal and root canals and implants and, you know, cavitations and all of that. But I feel like I need to continue to educate with what you've shared a lot about um, preventing, right, or even reversing decay, cavities, periodontal disease. And so that's where I was really wanting to have you on uh, too, because why do people get those fillings or why do they get those root canals? You know, it's because of these things leading up to it. So why don't we just maybe there's so much we can talk about, but why don't we talk, Rachel, a little bit about decay in cavities? I do get people to ask me sometimes, are cavities able to be reversed without fillings? Um, so I'd love your opinion there. And then if we need a filling, um, what are the most biologically compatible materials that you found? I know that it's always evolving. You know, what we have now hopefully will be better in, you know, a few years, but I'm you know, I'm always learning to what materials that biological dentists have access to. So let's, let's start there. All right. So I'll say, you know, number one, it is not about brushing and flossing and fluoride. Okay. I, yeah. do, <laughs> I do not believe in fluoride, right? It is a toxin. Um, add that to the list amongst, I mean, if you think about dentistry, the things that we use are of some of the most toxic materials on the planet really made me really think differently about how I'm going to treat my patient. So when I see a child, for example, you know, with a cavity, I was explained to a dad today. So again, it's not about, oh, that kid is just eating too much sugar. Well, what's happening? We know that when we have too much sugar, our body becomes acidic. And there's actually a mechanism where the parathyroid hormone kind of switches off. There's like a change in our hormones, actually. And instead of the fluid. So the other thing to think about is that every tooth is its own organ. It has own blood supply, lymph supply, nerve supply. We usually just kind of think of it as this mechanical thing to help us chew our tooth, but it's anybody who's had a toothache knows that a tooth is a living, breathing organ. And so when that, the acidity in the body, uh, you know, that's obviously not a good thing, right? Our blood pH needs to stay at a very neutral pH. What is the substance that helps keep that neutral is minerals, right? And again, we know that it's really lacking in our food supply. So where is the highest concentration of minerals in our body? It's our teeth and our bones. 
So instead of that fluid coming from the circulation and, and supplying all the, the enamel with the nice calcium and the phosphate and the other minerals, it actually is going to leach. It's going to pull those minerals out of our teeth and our bones into circulation to try to help neutralize that acidic pH. Therefore, our teeth are a little bit less mineralized, and then they're more susceptible to the normal acid and bacteria that's in our mouth. So again, it's not necessarily that this bacteria is, it's not, the bacteria isn't the cause of the cavity. It is the change in the mineral content of the tooth, the the change in the environment of that whole tooth uh, organ structure that is causing it to become susceptible. So often we'll see um, a lot of cavities right along the gum line. That's a little bit less mineralized there. You, you may notice that your teeth kind of turn from a white to a little bit more yellow as we get into the root and, and the dentin part. And so that has even fewer minerals. So often we'll see that part be attacked first. Um, and I totally believe that teeth, you know, thinking about this scenario, that if we can reverse that situation and try to minimize the acidity, then yes, we can remineralize those teeth. And we want to do it with natural substance. Again, why I really love Cellcor because like their CT mineral is liquid. So many of us have digestive issues and we can't, you know, take a lot of capsules or maybe we're not absorbing it from our food very well. So by having some kind of a liquid supplement and those fulvic and humic acids, they're natural. They come right from plants. So unlike synthetic supplements, you know, our body can recognize that better. So we need a good source of minerals. Obviously still, please eat your leafy greens and, you know, do your best to have that nice, well-balanced diet, have good, healthy fats. Again, for teeth, those fat solubles, so vitamin D, vitamin A, vitamin E, and vitamin K, they all work synergistically. You know, we have a lot of patients still to this day, it amazes me that women come in and they're on calcium and vitamin D. They're not taking vitamin K, they're not taking vitamin A, they don't have magnesium. Minerals, vitamins do not work by themselves. They all need, they need to work center. And that's why it's better to get things through food or something like cod liver oil, because that's the natural occurring. You have the natural occurring vitamin A, natural occurring vitamin D. You're having grass-fed butter that has that natural vitamin K. And you have those things together. Again, synergistically, that's how our body evolves. We can utilize that better. And again, supplementation is sometimes necessary, but again, if you don't have all those components, for example, I I was taking a high vitamin D supplements, but I was trying to get up to that 60 level and I had a really hard time. I was like taking, you know, over 5,000 and still I was staying in the thirties and I thought, oh geez, you know, I haven't been taking my magnesium, Mm -hmm. right? I've been taking all the other cofactors that go together. So that's really important is that we're, you know, having, having everything together. How else can we mineralize? Obviously, diet is one really, really um, important way. Having that mineral supplement is another way. There are remineralizing toothpaste. So one that I really like called Revitin. And it was interesting when I, I have dental sidin, which is also a good one. I use, tend to use it for some of my gum disease patients. I also have Risewell, which is another that has hydroxyapatite, which is actually the substance that creates the hardness of tooth. So unlike fluoride... Mm-hmm. The appetite is a natural part of tooth structure. Mm-hmm. And so I, I used to use that just for my cavity patients. But then I started to realize when I was doing this study with my gum disease patients, and I was giving them the revitin because it also has prebiotics and has vitamins and minerals and all sorts of things. And what that one is doing is really creating the proper environment. Mm-hmm. That naturally, you know, the teeth's not just about the minerals there because those prebiotics are feeding the good bacteria. So, so those are things that you can use also to help remineralize. But I think a lot of it really has to come 
internally, you know, what we're eating it and, and the supplementation, but externally, some of those, I use that, those products a lot with my patients to, you know, and, and I will always try because once I cut into a tooth, that's forever, mm-hmm. you know, haven't, fi- I'm sure it'll come at some point, but we haven't figured out how to grow back enamel yet. Yeah. So, until that time, it is my preference. And especially if the parent's willing to, you know, partner and work together, because that really is, dentistry is really a partnership. I can do what I can do in the chair, but if you're not at home, you know, doing your homework and taking care of your mouth properly, eating properly, there's only so much, you know, that I can do. So, so that's really important um, to, to help remineralize, but I, I definitely think it's possible. And it's always my preference if it, unless it's huge and causing pain, but let's see what we can do to, to change the environment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So many great, yeah, so many great tips. And I, um, I didn't know about the rice bowl toothpaste. So thank you. I'm writing that down. And, mm-hmm. you know, as you share, you know, isn't this so interesting, uh, you know, with the work of Dr. Weston Price, right? You know, he was really at the forefront of sharing a lot about what did he, he called like vitamin K, like this X factor, right? He didn't Excellent. understand it. Yeah. So I think it's really important. And there are more supplements. I don't know if you use them, but vitamin D supplements that are combined with K2 and also A and E, you know, so there's more and more knowledge. And as we look at, you know, cod liver oil, right? Naturally, it has all of these things in concert. I try to give my daughter cod liver oil, I'll jump it in her goat milk. You know, so she's going so far, she hasn't complained. So then um, really awesome information, Rachel. And then if you have to fill a tooth, like what should you be thinking about? Again, I see a lot of sensitive patients. I know there's biocompatibility testing. Does that even work? Or they're just the most, like the safest materials that people should be asking their dentist for. Right. So in, that's something I think about a lot too, because, okay, we're not going to use amalgam, right? We don't want to have any of the heavy metals. I actually had a patient today, when you're a biologic dentist, you have, you know, basically a hazmat suit on. Your patient is in it like a hazmat suit. you got all these crazy things right at your face for protection. And she said, well, geez, you know, what's in this filling? You know, I said, well, most of them are more than 50% mercury. She had no idea because it's it's been so common and we've used it for, you know, so many years. So obviously we don't want to use amalgam. There's no reason to put heavy metals in the mouth, especially for any child, anybody with autoimmune, anything of that. There are plenty of alternatives. So number one is no amalgam, no silver fillings as they call them. And then our other alternative are resin. And, you know, the more I think about this, I'm like, okay, well, resin's plastic. You know, we don't want to drink plastic water bottles, right? We don't want to microwave in plastic. So you know, and then they say the same thing. Well, that's okay because the, the BPA or BPS, you know, it gets hardened. Once you cure it, it's fine. Well, that's what they used to say about the mercury too. So again, that is why my number one thing is, can we remineralize this? Does this, do we have to cut into this tooth or can we try to maintain the structure? But sometimes it's too far gone or you're replacing an old filling. So um, there are so many different types of resins out there, especially if you go to a biologic dentist, they will have done their research and use one that has the minimal amount of chemicals in it. Um, some people who are sensitive, you know, we can do bio, it's very expensive. So, you know, I like to just use muscle testing, honestly. Yeah. For some dentists that are local, they give me all the materials and then I'll test it for the patient, you know, so I, and that works. Yeah. Yes. It works great. And, and anybody, you know, and anybody can really learn muscle testing. So I, I, I encourage people to do it. It's a nice way to be able to test yourself or whatever vitamins or minerals or supplements, dose yourself. So it's really, really valuable. And so the, I will use that with patients. But again, then when the recent years, I'm trying to think, okay, well, why are these patients so sensitive, right? Well, it's because their immune system has been decimated by whatever toxins and infections have been lingering 
I'm trying to take before I just dive in and start pulling stuff out or putting something else in. I'm taking them through maybe like the cell core comprehensive protocol, or I'm running some other, I do a lot of functional medicine testing as well. So if we can control and, and enhance that immune system, they're not going to be as sensitive. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, easier said than done, but that's kind of w- w- how I'm uh, approaching a lot of my patients now. So let's try to get your whole internal environment a little better so that you can, you know, you can handle the dental work a little bit more easily. And in the meantime, you know, we use, I love the binders from Cellcore. So we use their heavy metal right before anybody has any filling material done. You know, we're having them rinse with that really carefully during the procedure. And I think honestly, the, the probably the best material is ceramic. So sometimes if you have you know, if you need to have a crown, then definitely all ceramic, no question. I'm only using ceramic implants now. So, you know, titanium has been the mainstay for many, many years. But there are recent studies that I found that show that most titanium implants are not pure titanium. They're alloys, meaning that there are other metals mm-hmm. there. So there's corrosion happening there. So I prefer not to have, if we don't need it, do not put any metal in your body. Mm-hmm. So, and again, we have alternatives. So and thinking, even if you have, if you have a large filling, you know, you don't necessarily have to have a resin filling. You could have what we call an inlay or an onlay, a ceramic piece that is fabricated or milled. Some dentists have the machine to do it right in their office. Some they send it to the lab. But the way I've been thinking lately is that's probably the, the best solution because most of these ceramics are inert and they don't have any of the BPA or BPS or any of those plastics either. So the cements we use now too, there are a lot of biocompatible cements made with minerals. That's something, you know, to ask about because there are other cements that have all sorts of weird chemicals, but some of the newer biocompatible ones are really, really nice, holds well, and they really help treat the teeth because they're putting the minerals back into the, the teeth themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, really great tips. And I, when we were at the Cellcore conference, you mentioned about using their binders and opening them up as like a mouth rinse and mouthwash. And so HMET was their heavy metal environmental toxicant binder. So that can be pre and post amalgam removal or even not to derail us, but um, there can be, I feel like amalgam residues in the mouth, even after, you know, you get the amalgams out, you know, step one is always get the amalgam fillings out. And then the real work kind of really begins, you know, for getting the body burden offloaded. But I think there can be but I've seen either amalgam tattoos or residual kind of mercury left in the mouth after, you know, you think about it, if it's been in there for a decade, it's obviously yeah, yeah. into the gums and tissues. So I think that's a really great way to continue to pull and draw out. Do you feel the same way? Absolutely. Absolutely. We have kind of like pre and post protocols when yeah. we're using some of the, you know, pre we're trying to get them ready. I like their kidney liver support, you know, yeah. and obviously if they're not pooping, don't. Yeah do any <laughs> removal, don't get your root canals out. Like yeah. that's, I think that that's so key, right? That, yeah. that it's becoming more in the forefront that drainage is number one. So mm-hmm. get it out before we start literally pulling it or you're going to have some problems. So that's really, really important. And then post, um, same kind of thing, a little bit more uh, of the binders. I like the Tudka for the vial support, you know, trying to, to, to make sure that's flowing and, and coming out of there. And again, trying to work with other healthcare professionals because, you know, I'm kind of in this little island in the Western Mass all by myself. There aren't a lot of biologically minded practitioners here. So that's why I've had to learn as much as I have because there's nobody else. So, but I'm finding some other practitioners to help you know, my dream is to bring someone into the practice 
medical practitioners. So again, we can work together because we've We've just purchased a sauna. We have that wonderful flow present lymph machine, (laughs) ionic foot cleanse a lot. Patients really like that. I just purchased a PMF mat, which is our patients are loving this. So they can sit, it's it's designed for a chair. So they a dental chair, especially in wintertime, you know, we're in Massachusetts, it's cold. They're loving that the little heat um, with that nice frequency. So that is also helping everybody's stressed going to the dentist, right? Nobody wants to be there. So anything we can do to try to make it a little bit more of a relaxing, calming environment. And as we know, if you're coming in for an extraction, if you're really stressed out, lymphatic system is over firing, you're not going to heal as well. I can kind of predict the patient when they come in and they're super anxious. I'm like, okay, they're going to need extra support yeah, because their nervous system is so, you know, wired that they're going to have it's their healing is going to be a little bit longer, but we have the ozone and ozone is just tremendous for for healing and for pain. And I mean, I just, I'm still six years later, I'm still amazed by how great ozone is, especially, you know, for the patients, maybe who have joint issues. And I noticed I used to do some, we call equilibration or like bite balancing. So many people end up with ortho and they make their teeth look straight, but they completely ignore the functional component of the way the teeth and the jaws all come together and how the muscles and the tongue and everything works together. That's, that's a problem with modern orthodontics is they're doing the cosmetic and fixing the teeth. They're ignoring 90% of why the teeth were crooked in the first place. So that's really huge. So, so many people end up with airway issues, joint issues, Um, they may have straight teeth, but now they've got all this functional fascial, you know, issues. So the using procaine with ozone. So the prolozone therapy is amazing for, you know, I don't do any splints anymore for TMJ treatment. I'm mm-hmm. just in prolozone and it is incredible. Do you do deeper injections or just superficial or how, uh, you know, I'm mainly just superficial around mm-hmm. the trace, but then I'll go down the neck, you know, yeah. at a release. And I actually just, um, took a CFT class. So cranial sacral fascial technique oh, nice. to release all that, you know, and now I think about every time, you know, if you're yanking a tooth out and you're pulling this side, you know, yeah, yeah. this side, we're all so connected, right? <laughs> so that was really interesting to learn about. And again, you know, what headaches that are happening all the time, you know, I'm not going to put Botox in you. I'm sorry, but that's a toxin. Yeah. I can use ozone, which is hundred percent natural, you know, no side effects, no contraindications, you get a much better, much better effect. So that's so definitely, you know, if you have any issues in your, in your joints or, you know, migraines or something that definitely look for a biologic dentist who uses ozone in that way with procaine, because it's really profound. And sometimes it's like one treatment and mm-hmm. they never needed. I mean, that it still blows me away how successful that treatment is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, really great tips. I use ozone as well. And that's just been, you know, procaine and neurotherapy and all of this and this, you know, the fascial system, right? How we're all very interconnected. And, you know, as you share everything that you're doing, you know, I get really excited because I do feel like, you know, this is the future, right? Of medicine that we really want to bring in. It's like the functional naturopathic bioregulatory medicine physicians, plus the biological dentists who have all of those skills as well. It's like the best a marriage and partnership, I yes. think really to heal patients on a deep, deep level. And so when I think like the future kind of holistic clinics or what we're going to bring forth, it's like, there's going to be those two departments that we're always working in concert together. Cause uh, you know, I think one of the most overlooked, well, there's a lot, I guess a lot of awareness now, but one of the things that still is unresolved or not treated 
to the fullest extent when a patient comes to my office is their dental history and all of the things that need to continue to do to heal them. Because if you have toxicity and infections in your mouth, right, that's going to poison your lymphatic system and it's going to be neurotoxic. And, you know, it all, uh, it all, you know, starts in the mouth, in my opinion. So, um, so no, I love what you're doing, Rachel. And I could talk to you for like three hours, but I think um, one other uh, one other aspect I'd love to cover for this podcast, I'm, I'm going to have you on again, is periodontal disease. So like bleeding gums or when um, you go to the dentist and they measure your gums and there's kind of this maybe thought in a lot of people like, okay, once it starts, it just progresses. And then, you know, the interventions, the gum grafting, you know, so forth or down the road. And so can you just share again, your thought process and how you guide people? And you showed some really great case studies of reversal um, at the Cell Core Conference. So I, I would just love to you to inspire people who might have that problem who are listening. One of the things I hear all the time is, oh, you know, well, my mother had, my father had, you know, it's genetic. So the way I think about this is that we inherit genetic susceptibility, maybe for poor detoxification. My DNA run, my kids' DNA, and I don't have good detox enzyme. You know, my liver is not great at detoxification. I have MTHFR, you know, SNPs, which honestly, I think most of us do. That's the genetic susceptibility that I may not be at. So that means that I need to pay a little bit more attention. Maybe I need to supplement with glutathione or I need to treat my, I need to not drink alcohol as much because my liver can't detox that. So So that's the susceptibility we get. But as we know, it's the epigenetics, it's the environment that's going to kind of tip us over the edge and and create disease. We are not, you know, just because I have every BRCA gene doesn't mean I'm going to get breast cancer and I'm not concerned about it because I do everything I can to be preventative. So in the mouth, same thing. So we talked about it a little bit before that it's about toxicity. And I really think about periodontal or gum disease as an autoimmune condition. Because basically what it is, is your body, the bone starts being destroyed, right? All this bacteria and all the cytokines and all this inflammation, it's causing self-destruction. What we have learned is that most autoimmunity comes from the gut, right? The gut starts right here in the mouth. So what are those times? Do we have leaky gut? So my first thought with them, so when I started doing this study, there's a little test you can do. It's a saliva test, um, oral DNA, have, I would have the patient's you know, get a sample and you could see all the different pathogens that are in their mouths. So, and I used to do it years ago, but then I realized every single time it came back, the recommendation was always the same antibiotics, antibiotics, like massive antibiotics. And I just, I was like, well, why do I bother? Why am I going to charge patient all this money for this test when the recommendation is always the same, you know? And again, this was years ago. So I had, wasn't quite there, didn't quite understand everything I do now. So now when they come in, we do the initial test. But instead of giving them antibiotics, I'm giving them oral probiotics that they swish and swallow. I'm giving them kidney liver support. I'm giving them biotoxin binder from cell cores that they open and they swish with it every single day. Because again, if the toxins are right here, if we swallow the capsule, we're not really going to get to the toxin unless they're in the small intestine. We're going to miss the stomach and we're going to miss in the oral cavity. So we open and we swish with it. It doesn't taste awesome, but you know... (laughs) okay. Had my mom, my mom was having stomach issues the other day. So I just opened it up. She put it in a little seltzer. She's like, I didn't taste anything. And her stomach issues went away. So that's a really good tip to open those binders, even though they don't taste great. The probiotics, the binders, the Revitin. What what, um, probiotics do you use for the oral kind of swishing? You know, it changes. I have Probiora, 
right okay. now because um, cell cores, you know, they were out. Um, yeah, yeah, they've been figuring that out. Soon they'll be back in stock. I have pre-ordered yeah. that. So okay. as soon as those are back, I want to use that because again, I just I think those fulvic and humic acids are so vital. I love the products because they they bind up the bad, but they also nourish you at the same time. And yeah, um, so I'm I'm a fan of that. The same thing with with any kind of probiotic. You want to switch it up, you know. So my initial um, this initial after you have your scaling root planning, we do six weeks. So six weeks on that treatment, we retest again, see where you're doing. Then we've had amazing. Uh, the other thing that I add is hydrogen peroxide rinse. We have patients dilute that 50-50 with water. Mm-hmm. A couple patients use hydroxygen or another oxygen product that we have them put in a little water. It's very sour, but you, you know. Yeah. Again, just trying to increase that oxygenation, trying to improve any acidity in the whole gut system so that we can, uh, again, what we're trying to do is not kill the bad. We're trying to create a really healthy environment so the good will start proliferating and naturally crowd out the bad. And that's mm-hmm. where we get health from is, is there, there's always supposed to be a balance, you know, and when we kill off too many things, then we create another weird and, you know, environment. I mean, how many people end up if we treat a bacterial infection, then they get a yeast infection, right? We see this a lot with sinus issues, you know, because everybody's giving antibiotics, 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 but so much of what's up in the sinus is fungus. And that's why I like these oxygen products and ozone because they can, you know, kill mm-hmm. I, I tell my patient all the time, I have a lovely nasal spray. That's just nasal oxygen. They absolutely love it. And I tell patients, Hey, nothing bad can survive in an oxygen environment. Yeah. What um, nasal spray is that? The O2 spa bar, you know, um, <laughs> just the liquid, liquid oxygen spray. And then I carry it in my purse. I've got it in the car, you know, oh, like, nice. before they go to school. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I really, I really, I like that. If there is fungus and stuff happening in the sinus, the oxygen is really good instead of sometimes we need antifungals and such and that. But, you know, if I always like to try something natural first and I'm not opposed to antibiotics, if somebody comes to me and they are swollen out to here from an infected tooth, of course, I'm going to give them antibiotics. Sure. Mm-hmm. But if there's no soft tissue swelling that I'm first going to try other things because here's an interesting thing to think. So if your tooth is dead and, you know, typically you go to the dentist and they just give you antibiotics just because that's what was standard of care. But if a tooth is dead and there's no more blood flow to that tooth, then that antibiotic isn't going to get to the tooth anyway. Mm-hmm. So what you're doing is you're just killing all the good bacteria in your gut, which you really need for a healthy immune system. Mm-hmm not really doing anything for the tooth. So unless you have, and that's why I love ozone. So I think, oh, maybe this tooth is abscessing. I'm going to put ozone right in there, try to prevent that soft tissue swelling. But again, occasionally there are times when it's gotten out of control and we need antibiotics to to help out. So then we have to mitigate the effects of that with, you know, probiotics and good healthy eating and the prebiotics and all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it's not my, it's not my number one Mm go-to. you know, with those bleeding gums, same thing is, is what that we're trying to enhance the environment. And I think with other autoimmune, we know that we can reverse autoimmunity, but we have to remove the toxins and we have to heal the leaky gut. Fulvic mm-hmm. and humic acids have been shown to be really good about, you know, rebuilding those tight junctions, um, mm-hmm. you know, putting those probiotics. We need good bacteria because we know there's so much research now showing that the, the healthy bacteria is what creates our immunity. And mm-hmm. it's important 
again, to switch up your probiotics because the healthiest people have the most diverse antibiotics. So if you always take the same probiotic, you know, it's not, I actually switch up my toothpaste a lot the same way too. So I have like four different, I also use a tooth powder from Primal Organics. Oh yeah. I like, I like the powder too, because you know, there's controversy of if there's glycerin, you know, you know, there's no product that I found is perfect. But again, you, if you want to, if your mouth is pretty healthy, you can use hydrogen peroxide, a little bit of clay, some sea salt, you know, a little yeah. bit of baking soda, you know, you don't have to buy the fancy stuff. Again, we're trying to create that neutral environment there, but, but it is important because we need to have variety. Mm-hmm. So, same thing. Like if, if you ate broccoli every single day of your life, maybe that's not so good. You know, we need to have that variety. Mm-hmm. I love that. We can get in the routine, right? I'm just doing the same mm-hmm. thing, and but it's rotation, diversity that just creates a healthy terrain, right? So exactly. um, it's all about the terrain. Yeah, right. I know, right? We should have a t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rachel, you've given me um, a lot of clinical pearls today, which I'm really, I'm taking notes and going to try these products out. Um, That's why I love doing these interviews and learning from people like yourself. Again, you know, I'm going to have you back on, you know, next year, because I would love to just continue to pick your brain. And it's really amazing just to see your work grow and evolve with your passion and your knowledge. And I'm just so excited to see where you continue to grow and all of that good stuff. And I, um, I would love for you to just share as we wrap um, you know, where people can find out about you and, you know, work with you and just like anything else that's on your heart or your mind that you're most passionate to share. You know, our, our website's a work in progress as we um, we're still evolving. As I, when I started 13 years ago, we were a general practice. So as I've learned more, we've, you know, I'm board certified as a biologic dentist, but you know, we're, we still are family practice too. So um, our website is carverfamilydentistry.com. And there is a link on there that says, ask the doctor. And that goes directly to my email. If you have um, any questions at all for me, I'm very good about checking that and getting back to people. Um, I really enjoy as Christine does sharing all this information. I feel that I was put on this planet to, to share and to teach. Um, so I really uh, feel very, very passionate about just exposing people to things that they might not know about. And I think awareness is the first step to wellness. And again, I, I continue to learn. I continue to to grow some of my services. Anything I can do to try to... I, my goal ultimately is to never pick up a drill ever again, because I will have prevented all you know dental disease <laughs> and, and nobody will need to see the dentist again. Um, so I really feel very passionate about education and I'm you know, excited to know you and, and all the community I continue to meet so that we continue to help each other and um, you know, grow this new paradigm of health and wellness. I love it. I love it. Well, we're in this together and I'm just so grateful I got to know you and it's just um, really inspiring to hear your journey and all that you shared today. You gave us a lot of wonderful information and we'll have more in the show notes. And I, um, yeah, I'm excited to continue this dialogue with you. So thank you so much, Rachel, for being on the podcast today. Thank you. Thank you all for listening to the Spectrum of Health podcast. I hope you enjoyed my conversation today with Dr. Rachel Carver. Please check out her website, carverfamilydentistry.com. And if you have been enjoying these podcasts, I'd be so honored if you would leave a review on iTunes. I so appreciate your time and that you are finding this information valuable. It keeps me learning and growing. And I hope it does for you as well. Have a beautiful day.